With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, that was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. (laughs) Hawkeye Nation, this is Joe Hugan, and man, man almighty old Tyler Goodson. Man, that kid was great today. Just ripping up the field. Getting seams, pushing through holes. Micah Sargent. Dixon. Kerner. Golson. Everybody. Just so many good, talented players. Uh, Charlie Jones. Yeah, Charlie Jones. Every time that guy touched the ball, every single time, I, I, I got goosebumps and I felt like well, kind of like back in the old 1996 kind of era, uh, Tim Dwight. I'm not saying he's Tim Dwight. I just got those kind of feelings that he was electric. If he got the ball, he'd be able to uh, just find that seam, that crease, and just be gone. And he was. Uh, it was a low punt that he had his return on and uh, took it to the house. But it was incredible. The defense was snagging balls all day. Uh, I think it, what, it was three or four on the day. Uh, three turnovers, yeah, so it was three. Just incredible play by by the defense. I, I didn't expect it. I don't think anybody else expected it. If you did expect it, I tip my cap to you because I, I didn't see this coming. I mean, I, I thought we could win. I didn't predict that we would win. Um, I wanted to win, and I was hoping I was wrong, and, and I was pleasantly, very pleasantly surprised that today, today was a day that I was absolutely wrong, and I'm okay with that. I am totally okay with that because this was a fantastic, you know, all-around team play. Every aspect of the game was taken care of. Special teams, offense, defense, just a remarkably well-called ball game. Uh, We finally got into the statistic that I've been talking about all week for the last, well, probably three weeks now, is time of possession. We got the time of possession today. For the first time this year, we were leading in that category. 32.05 32.05 to 27.55. So yeah, time of possession does matter. It doesn't always translate into victories, but it's a it's a big indication that you have control of the game. And they did. They had control of the game from the very start. And this game, you know, I, I know there's a lot of people out there that were probably thinking at the beginning of this game when we scored, you know, pretty quickly and we were able to get up on uh, Michigan State that, well, don't get too excited. It, it could just be a repeat of what happened against Northwestern. But... To me, it was completely different because that Northwestern team that we played, we got a couple gifts really early, and we were able to get up on them pretty quickly. You know, there's a couple errors that, that 
uh, Northwestern made that we were able to capitalize on, which is good. You want to be able to do that every single time that they give you a gift like that. But we were never able to actually move the ball and sustain a drive to where we would score in the uh, in the red zone. Today, we, we did that at will. I mean, that was all day long. As, as the score would indicate, 49-7, to seven, that was a route. We routed them. That was actually the largest margin of victory that we've had against Michigan State in the history of, uh, of the two programs. So, so some really special things that went on today against Michigan State. Uh, Rocky Lombardi coming back for his kind of homecoming uh, from Valley High School uh, here in Des Moines. Um, he didn't play too well. Uh, not to indict him on that. I mean, he, he did some things that were okay, but largely he was he was not uh, an effectual uh, quarterback. The guy the guy didn't really do anything that hurt us very badly. He had one uh, really nice bomb um, that ended up going for a touchdown two plays later. But other than that, he didn't get uh, any time to really do much of anything. Uh, their running game might have been a little bit better than it was against Michigan, but... Um, but I don't think it was much. Uh, they only had 286 yards on the day, and uh, 286—I'm oh, sorry, uh, 227 of those yards came from the passing. And uh, they're rushing. They only had 59 yards rushing, so I, that, that's probably worse than what it was against Michigan. Um, not a good running team, but that's why we were talking last week. It's so important to get that running game established. You know, even if you stink at it, which we don't, which is what was mind-boggling to me, you have to establish that running game. And Iowa has always been a team that has identified as, we will grind you right in the mouth with our running game. But that's always set us up really nicely for our talented receivers when we have them, which we haven't had too often. We have a whole roster full of them this year, and they finally got to see a little bit more production because we set up that running game. Tyler Goodson was able to run all over the field, and I love that kid's vision. That kid sees the field so well, and he's patient. I, I think that's one of the biggest things that, that's hard for a lot of running backs is learning that patience to sit back just a hair, just a, just a half second, so you can see the seam and then, then have the quickness and speed to just bolt right through it and then get into open space and then off to the races. That guy does it. He does it. Tyler Goodson is the man at doing that. Now, where, where his specialty is to do those kind of things, Micah Sargent, he, he's a bullet out of a gun. He's a straight-on runner. Give him the ball. You know, he's not going to be dancing around in the backfield. That's just not his style. But if he gets an open hole and he gets a straight shot through it, dude, that, that guy is a bruiser. Loved seeing that, too. We got the fullback uh, action in there as well. Just a great job today running the ball. 226 yards rushing. That is what we needed. We uh, had 179 yards uh, through the air. So as far as I'm concerned, that's, that's really balanced, um, really balanced and just, just the way that we wanted it. We want more rushing yards than, than typically we do on, on passing. We have the weapons to pass, and that's great. Um, but we definitely got that, that ground game established like we wanted to. The, uh, uh, the two tight end set, where did that come from? It seemed like Brian Ferentz dialed up a different uh, degree of uh, offensive intellect today. Felt a lot like the the game that he called against Ohio State. At least it had that same kind of rhythm to it. He never let down. And he mixed it up so well that it really kept Michigan State's defense 
off their game. They didn't. They never looked like they were comfortable. They never really got great penetration uh, against uh, Spencer, and it showed. His confidence in the pocket has gotten so good. I, I I love seeing him back there. I'm not. I didn't see him as frantic or as as jittery as he was in the Northwestern game or the the Purdue game. He he seemed to have a lot of confidence. His rollouts were really smooth and nice. He he was more willing to wait the the appropriate amount of time release the ball and then take the hit whereas before I think he was trying to get rid of the ball before he got hit um, he's just done a really nice job of developing he, he's putting a little bit more touch I think uh, you'll probably agree if you if you watch it or watch it again uh, his his touch is getting better still has some things to work on he wasn't perfect today he wasn't but he was very very good at the things that he did do so I'm encouraged, and I, I think people uh, can, can finally move on from the, the, the battle cries of, of putting uh, the backup in. Um, but speaking of the backup, uh, Padilla got, uh, got in today, which, um, you know, <laughs> by all accounts, if he was going to make it into the ballgame today, you would have thought that it would have been like a, a situation where it would have been really early. Who knew that it was going to be a route and that he would get a good chunk of the fourth quarter to get some experience? That's fantastic. Awesome. Glad to see him in there getting some some reps and uh, some rhythm with the guys. It's just good to have your, your backup uh, uh, have some of those. But I think I think Spencer's here to stay, and I, and I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. He's smart. He takes care of the ball. doesn't turn the ball over. I, I really like what he's got. Um, going back to the, the tight ends, Sam Laporta. Man, he is, he is definitely going to be the next big Iowa tight end. This guy has all the characteristics. He's sure-handed. He's 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 quick enough. Uh, very physical. A, a very good blocker. Just really love what I'm seeing out of him. Um, you know, it, it's it's really nice to be able to go into a game like this and and dominate like this. But not only dominate, but we didn't even have our number one receiver. Um. I mean, I guess you'd still consider him your number one receiver. Amir Smith-Marset, not to kick him while he's down, but it, it's nice to be able to have him out and not even know it. I mean, if you if you would have said uh, at the end of this game that he didn't play, if you didn't know it, you, you wouldn't know it. Brandon Smith did an incredible job. You know, I really, between Brandon Smith and Amir Smith-Marset, I, I think they're both, you know, one two two one. They're 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 incredible receivers, both of them. So I, I have full confidence in both those guys. And then Nico Regani, Regani had a couple nice grabs today as well. I just I like the balance that Spencer's able to to find in his receivers, and I'm really confident in our receivers. I don't think we've ever had this amount of confidence in a group of re- of receivers. Certainly we've had you know one or two receivers that we can trust, but we have a whole whole slew of guys that we can trust. Really nice to see. Um, special teams though, man, gotta love special teams. Just, I, I, I really am thrilled with that. Really, really looking forward to, uh, uh, seeing them progress even more. I mean, these guys are just fantastic all the way around. The kicking game is superb and yes, kicking may not be the sexiest thing in the world, but the difference between good teams and great teams is great teams have all the the pieces. Well, this is a piece that we definitely need and a piece that not a lot of teams find. 
you know, kickers are <laughs> notoriously very difficult to find and have consistency. We've had a lot of consistency at our kicking game, which helps Iowa immensely, uh, you know, overcome some of the challenges that we have in deficits in other areas. If you're able to flip the field like we are with, with our punters, it changes the ball game. So, I mean, it keeps us in a lot of games and can actually help us win a few games. So be fortunate that we have the special teams that we do and that that has been an emphasis uh, in the program. Just, I wow, this is just incredible. I, I, I can't remember, other than maybe the that Ohio State game, just a complete game like that from top to bottom, from start to finish, never letting up. You always get kind of concerned as an Iowa fan, well, when, when's the, the let-up going to be? This is the first game that we scored uh, third-quarter uh, points in, like, what? I don't know. Uh, well, this year, obviously, but it goes all the way back to last year. So it had been a long time, a long time since we've scored third quarter, fourth quarter points, touchdown-wise. Finally got that monkey off our back, which we needed to do. You're not going to win games if you can't score touchdowns in the third and fourth quarter. You, you just, you're not going to win ball games, as we see from the past couple weeks. So put that behind us, move forward, got that monkey off our back. So I'm really looking forward to that. Wow. What what a difference a week can make in college football. I know a lot of you are down. I was down. Uh, I came into this game thinking that we probably were most likely going to lose. Um, always wanting to win. I always have my, my Hawkeye colored glasses on, okay? But I'm also trying to be realistic as well. This completely beat all expectations. And... Like I said before, if you if you saw this coming, I tip my hat to you because, wow, you called it. You called it. That was just an incredible game from top to bottom, and I cannot wait to preview the Iowa-Minnesota game. That's going to be next week at 6 p.m., uh, going up to Kinnick North. So that should be fun. Always play well there. They're going to be looking to go after us. After taking them out last year in the way that we did, keeping them from a perfect season, yeah, there might be a little animosity. Plus, they just don't like us anyways. I think they still yell, we hate Iowa every third quarter, which is kind of fun. It's okay to be hated. It's fun sometimes. We're very much looking forward to uh, beating them again, though. I think that'll be a, the sixth year if we, uh, not if, no, no, I won't say that. When, when we beat them next week, that'll be the sixth year in a row. So got to keep that streak going. Anyways, you all should feel very, very happy, feel very, very confident that this is the team, you know, that we were all looking for, and this is what they're capable of. I'm not saying we're going to, you know, have another route game like this. I think there are a lot of deficiencies on Michigan State and a lot of things you just don't know about Michigan State. I, I don't know that they were as good as they were against Michigan, but I don't know that Michigan is actually as good of a team as, you know, many of you or you know, certainly I did, you know, thought. I don't think Michigan's that great. I think, I think they're a struggling team. I don't know. For the life of me, I can't figure out why they're struggling as much as they do, but they do. So who knows? Who knows from week to week, kind of like Steve Day said uh, in our podcast, you never know what you're going to get from week to week, so you just have to be as prepared as possible. Execute, execute, execute. And that's what this team did today. They executed, and they didn't make mistakes. They didn't make mistakes. There were, there were six penalties, yes, but... 
by and large, it was six penalties for 35 yards. Don't want to see penalties, but if you're going to have them, it was only six for 35. Not the worst in the world. So, I hope all the angst are out. They, they, they feel like a new team to me, and I've got a lot more confidence going forward. I can't wait for that Minnesota game. We'll preview that, and we'll have a couple more podcasts throughout the week. But uh, just wanted to give you this little update and, and hope you're feeling good because I certainly am. Be sure to uh, check me out at Twitter as well. Uh, it's just Joe Hugen, H-U-G-E-N, J-O-E, H-U-G-E-N. Uh, I always tweet during the games. Uh, would love to hear some of your thoughts, comments. Uh, I'll always, you know, throw a couple tweets out to you. I like to talk to people. I like to debate and uh, kind of hear the thoughts of, uh, of the crowd. So definitely hit me up there. And uh, as always, check out Hawkeye Nation for all of your Hawkeye content. There's a lot of great content out there. Uh, you know, everything. Players, coaches, uh, recruits, just a lot of good material out there. So definitely check that out. It's got a new revamped website as well. Uh, really, really smooth. So check that out. The podcasts are there as well. And uh, until we talk later this week, go Hawks.